ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dying times here. Welcome to Bright. All right, welcome to Fright Central. I'm Kevin Dock, and I'm back again with uh, Brandon Keck. How you doing, buddy? Hey, buddy. Uh, hanging in there, man. What's going on? Uh, not much. Uh, I had just finished re- re-watching uh, Lovecraft Country, and I had finished reading the book, so I kind of lo- would like to talk about that. I mean... Oh, you got like you got like a hardcore freshie on this. Oh, yeah, I just... Re- I, didn't know, I didn't know you were round-toeing it. Yeah, I felt I needed to uh, round to it, and I even uh, threw on the subtitles this time just in case I like missed any uh, a crucial dialogue. I definitely really enjoyed the rewatch because, especially after finishing the book, uh, because I was able to see really get into like the differences between the uh, the book and the show, and uh, that's that there were some things like early on in some of the episodes that like really like they touch upon like early on and then like they really come to full fold and like later on in the series that i was like oh i didn't catch that earlier so uh okay well you know i was thinking before we get into it um since you obviously know a lot more and are more psyched about this show than i am um i had heard and maybe you could speak to this real quick before we get into it that lovecraft country is not actually Lovecraft. No, I mean it apparently, is apparently like it, it, it. I don't know. I I found out about this just like a couple hours before we cast it. Like I thought it was like all based, but like um, I was reading a little bit, and people are like, it's not actually Lovecraft. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, it's not. It's not based on any of his works. It's uh, it's based on the book Lovecraft Country by uh, Matt Ruff. He yeah, wrote the book okay. and he and he wrote it based in that world and he really took a lot of what Lovecraft's personal racism. Like yeah. his, he was a you know a blatant fucking racist. Like he well, wrote, I mean he was kind of a man of the times, you know. Uh, the, it was like, a little more than that. Like he wrote a poem on like the creation of the black man, although I say like that Yeah, that's true. I'm a lot of his say, monsters were based on his like bias and like bigotry of how he like saw like other races, weren't they? Like yeah, a lot but, of the, like the creatures like calling their way into like Yeah, but it's not right, just uh, that. Sorry. It's like <laughs> yeah. I didn't wanna I didn't wanna like downplay his racism. No, no, like he was like known like xenophobic, anti-Semitic, white supremacist. Like he wrote poems about the creation of the black man. I use that in a very nice way because he refers to them in the poem. Sorry, in the poem as beasts in a semi-human figure. So it's yeah, like so like it's yeah, really like, like he definitely really he, he died in 1937 correct he was only 46 uh, years old yeah i forget exactly I mean, how old he was i'm, I'm thinking like if he probably would have like felt the national socialist movement if oh he yeah had. he supported adolf hitler yes yeah yeah so. well i mean he 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 died like before you know the war broke out or anything like that but yeah i i would assume he would have like felt their jam because his belief seems to be very aligned with theirs well if he died um, in 47 the war was 45 he di- no he died in 37 
he was 46 years old. He died in 1937. And um, from what I heard from a lot of people, they kind of describe him as like an intellectual white trash, because apparently the reason a lot of people say uh, it contribute to his death is he was apparently very, very poor. Like his writings like did not come to any kind of fruition yeah, until long after he was dead. And a lot of people uh, remember him as someone that would like literally eat a can of beans like a day. And that would be like, you know, their full intake of that. Like, apparently he was like rather malnourished. He was highly impoverished. You know, don't forget this is like, you know, he died only a short time after the great depression. And, um, you know, he was a struggling writer and, you know, they say at the time, like, I guess like two, like canned goods were not like as good, like they weren't preserved as well. Like people were getting poisoning from like some of it. And apparently he was on like a diet of like beans. Like it was something I read just yesterday. But he also has like a family history of like, uh, of his, I think his mother was in the same asylum. Oh yeah, and yeah, stuff like he that. Was, so it's like, well, it, so he had that in his family and stuff too. So yeah, he was he was crazy, but he was also like really good at world building. With yeah, the Cthulhu mythos and and uh, and the unknowable and the fear. Well, of yeah, that. I mean, and that's really tied into his work. Yeah, he had kind of a brilliant mind, but yeah, anyone that's that like vehemently racist, I think you have to consider that mental illness sort of plays into that. Yeah, because like people that are like insane racist, I feel like part of the reason they feel that that way is they're just not right in the head because like you know obviously like an intelligent rational person would not view people you know based on the color of their skin so i think a lot of like racism is caused by like poor education and underlying mental illness but so that's an introduction to who the man was now we can and uh and matt matt ruff (laughs) took those uh great elements from lovecraft and he took like his racism and 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 initially created this as like he was like i'm gonna write this book to like because i want it to become a tv series so he had the intention of writing it what year did the book come out only a couple years ago i believe it was uh hold on i have it right in my hand so it was like some outsider type of stuff where like you know stephen king dropped the book and then the movie or yeah it was like within like two years that a couple uh, years later that uh he was in development of the uh that they were in and when he was writing the book he was thinking about the tv show the whole time like he wanted to have like a tv show based on the book yeah yeah he was absolutely had like written that in mind and like you could tell by each chapter is kind of like almost a different follows kind of a different one of the characters from the from the show did he hire a screenwriter when he was like no he wrote the book and then like i believe he got a call from jordan peele or somebody had introduced him to jordan peele and that was before jordan peele was known for get out he was still known as like the comedy guy so he's like okay i'll take this meeting yeah and then, like, it kind of spun from there. And then that's how he met, like, uh, Misha Green, who's the showrunner. Misha Green, yeah. She yeah. was she was creative, right? Yeah, she's the she's the head behind the whole thing. And they had a really diverse uh, group of people behind the uh, writer's room. I was listening to uh, the Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country uh, radio podcast where uh, one of the writers is on there. And they go through each episode. So if you really want a good breakdown of the show and, like, their kind of thoughts behind, like, 
you know, uh, how they deal with like the racism of the show and uh, or the, uh, the racism in the show and, and like deal with him. Because the, the show is basically, it, it follows uh, Atticus, who is a black man who fought in the Korean War. And then he has come back and he had been living in segregated Florida for a while. And he uh, gets a letter from his father who has gone missing. And so he travels back to Chicago and he goes looking for his father. And that's the whole setup of the uh, show. And that, then there's monsters and, you know, white supremacy and, and all that all rolled into one. So like there's different levels of monsters in the show. And, and some well, of let's get into it. Yeah. So yeah, the, like the first two episodes really kind of tie together with him going to Artem, which he originally thought was Arkham from the Lovecraft stories because he's a really big fantasy uh, like reader. And like one of my favorite uh, quotes is in the uh, first episode where he says, stories are like people loving them. Doesn't make them perfect. You just try and cherish them, overlook their flaws, but their flaws are still there. And, and that was this uh, place he was going. What was the name of it? It was called Artem in the show. Now, wasn't that a place that actually did not exist on any map, and but, like, they knew about it? Wasn't it, like, something, like, it reminded me of In the Mouth of Madness, unless I'm reading this wrong, when, remember, In the Mouth of Madness, they're going to a fictional place that's not on any map in New Hampshire called Hobbs End. Wasn't he showing the guy, like, he was on the map? Wasn't he saying, like, this place didn't actually exist on the map? Or it didn't exist on the map because they managed to like hide the town and like kind of in secrecy so the town really did exist but over the years they've kind of like you know they somehow got it like off of all maps yeah they they well they kind of secluded themselves over the year and they had agreements with like the townsfolk and then of course they've used magic and stuff to kind of hide the town from outsiders and stuff and they didn't and uh they they say in the show when he goes to ask for a phone call to call boston because that's where they say his father is uh, at first and they're like no well, like we, they purposely didn't put any phone lines in there so that way all these group members the cult members the sons of adam uh, yeah. are all these, these like white you know supremacist fucking so uh, they were kind of like the north korea of towns in that they were total isolationists yeah yeah they had no no outs no contact with the outside world once they were in there like you can see even like the farmer like the townsfolk in there are like you know, just like the simple farmers and stuff like that. So I, th- I thought that was really fascinating how like it's it deals with this this father. I mean, this guy going to search for his father and like he not only has to deal with like the Lovecraftian type monsters, but like also racism because it takes place in like Jim Crow era South and like racism in the North as well. And like I thought that was really uh really well done. And uh, I thought all the characters and the actors were really uh, great as well. Hmm. I mean, I, I could break down every episode almost if you wanted to, but I mean, there's plenty well, of uh, podcasts and stuff like that. Let me to, say to really the things I did like about it, because I had told you before this podcast that I was disappointed. Okay. Um, that's like actually like kind of like being like as t- nice and tactful because I was very disappointed. But I, I'd first like to say, like, I like the concept like I like the fact that they took you know this like you know um early 1900s or you know mid 1900s literary figure who you know um 
Lovecraft, like we said, who exploded in death. But like, I like the idea that like, you know, uh, considering like they found all those letters that he wrote that were like so racist, they said, you know, why not like as concept have this take place in the Jim Crow South, get a black cast. And you know what I mean? That also is sort of like, you know, um, like entrenched and love like they were big fans like they had read all his stuff despite like him being so racist yeah. like they still admired his work so as a concept like i really i really liked the idea um i also liked the um one actress i had seen her in something before her name um i think her last name's crenshaw she was the blonde girl with the really intense eyes that almost look fake sometimes uh christina braithworth uh that was no. abby no no the the blonde hair isn't her yeah. name like mary lou crenshaw or something no uh abby lee abby lee oh all yeah. right I, yeah I she plays she plays christina the the main kind of villain in this show uh, yeah anyway, yeah yeah um well yeah i liked her i mean uh, i like her yeah. <laughs> so you yeah. know I, I was glad she was in it um and you know i i like the you know the early build-up i like the first episode like i i like the build-up of them like going out there and getting it i like the idea of a road trip and you know going to see all these places i thought that was really really cool and i like the introduction that what? i was gonna say that really tense uh chase scene where they're going like 25 miles an hour to get away from yeah. that cop with the like the ridiculous like parameters and like because they're in a sundown town which i like i didn't know really until uh like i i uh, watch the show what a sundown town was like i'd never yeah, heard that before th th there's a, a few horror movies about like uh sundown towns like like western horror movies and stuff like that yeah it's uh it's pretty pretty interesting yeah so uh, so yeah, i on. like yeah. i like that i liked i liked the i like the introduction to the monsters like the noises they made and stuff like that i thought they looked really good yeah. Like I thought they did the, a the really, yeah. yeah, I, 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 I liked them. Um, I thought that was really cool. I thought it was really cheesy when the guy got bit and they made a reference to vampires and said, you know, he was going to turn into the monster. Like that is not something Lovecraft wrote about at all. No, because it's a lot of influences from different things. And, and, and if you watch, and when you're watching the show, you realize that what that was uh George's like favorite book was Dracula. So it wasn't like, it was kind of like okay these creatures are kind of similar to them just because they're they're like they shine the light on them and like they're they're kind of afraid of light which makes sense because they have like a million eyes so like light would hurt them and shit like that uh, but like, yeah, then, like I, getting bit and turned into it you just didn't like that part yeah i i didn't and i had you know um <sighs> Aside from those two things, the first episode, uh, the concept, and, um, you know, the blonde actress that I had mentioned, what was her full name? Abby Lee. Uh, Christina Braithwaite was her character's name. Okay. I, I, um, I don't know. I must have mistaken her name somewhere. But um, yeah. I like those things. But I did not like too much else. 
And so like I was very careful when you had told me about this show. I didn't look up anything about it. Like I didn't go online to see what people felt like I wanted to go in totally fresh. Um, I, I wanted to know as little as I possibly could. And, you know, I, I thought the first episode was pretty decent, but then it like absolutely just broke apart for me. Um, and after two episodes, I did go online because I was like, let me just see, like, make sure that, you know, it's not just me. Um, and then I started reading uh, articles in the New York Times, in the Atlantic, um, and like, you know, other publications that I respect um, that talk about, you know, film, like critics I respect and like user forums. And I saw the this show actually got really really hammered after the first two episodes um it seemed like uh, like for example on imdb went after the first episode it's like an 8.3 after the second episode it was an 8.0 and now it's plunged all the way to a 7.2 after the release of the i think it was the fourth episode and if you go by episode you can see like a sharp decrease and i start then i start reading reviews i start talking to friends that i talk to in the different uh sub uh reddits about like horror and stuff like that and you know everybody was sort of like with me on that that you know it had like a a strong start and it looked like it had potential but then for me it just went like I don't know like, like I did not like the cast I thought the acting was poor and like don't oh, get I me thought wrong. they were fantastic don't get me wrong I do like like Omar from The Wire, I'm not sure. Like, oh, yeah. of, Michael like, because everybody, like, I love that actor. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I loved him in The Wire. I liked him in uh, Boardwalk Empire. I was excited when I heard he was in this. Um, I loved him in uh, another HBO, uh, like a prison drama called The Night of. He was in that, and like that was an amazing show, and he totally made that show. And so, like, when I heard he was in it, I was pumped. But but like, I really did not like the acting. Uh, and yeah, I'm going to have to disagree the with you. Story, on that. Like, the writing to me was like almost appalled. Like, I was like losing it in the fucking, like, I was just like, what the, what? what? And like, it just, it really, really went downhill for me. So I was like, all right, after the third episode, like, I was like, I was angry about it because I really wanted to like this show. Like, I really did. And then, so I tried to push through and I got to the end of the fourth episode and I'm sorry, I could not keep watching. So I want to say I did not, not completely finish it. My girlfriend did. And she said she didn't think it was good, but she said that she found it entertaining. Yeah. You know what I mean? To the point where it kept her. And then I talked to like other friends that like we all watch a lot of shows and movies as a group. And I had said because they told me it was good. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? Like you guys thought that was good? And they were like, no, not really. Um, but you were real psyched about it. And we know that you wait till shows are over and then binge watch them. And we felt that if if we had told you our opinion, we would muddy the water for you. And I appreciate that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But so that's my, like, I, I thought the story was ludicrous. I thought it was incoherent rambling and I, I just couldn't do it. But the, 
I also, I did like the way it looked. I liked the CGI. I thought it was good. A mix of like CGI and practical, like, you know, filmmaking. I did like that. I thought it looked good. You could tell the production quality was high. I don't want to like take anything away from that, but otherwise I just. Just wasn't for you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could, I, I, did, I really uh, got mad how, how much I disliked it. I was I, upset. I did <laughs> tell you that if you weren't, into what happens in the first like 10 15 minutes in that opening scene you would love it or hate it i remember you saying that yeah i did like that though like i like so if you but if you weren't prepared like if you were if you were watching that first couple minutes and you were like okay this is wild ridiculous and awesome at the same time and like that's the mindset you have to hold on through the whole show because the second you like get, I wasn't that mindset. Though. The second you get in through through the final episode, you could be like, "Holy shit, this was great!" But then you have to remember, like, they're gonna be throwing these ridiculous, like all that shit from the beginning kind of ties in later on and stuff too. It's all like the the references to like the Princess of Mars, the Count of Monte Cristo, Dracula. Like, there's all these book references in there on top of like the Lovecrafty and stuff in there. And then I liked how each episode was almost like a different genre that we've seen before. Like the uh, I mean, the first two episodes were, were kind of like almost one movie in itself. So by the time the first two episodes end, I was like, okay, that felt like an ending. Where are they going to go with this? And then the third episode was like with ghosts. And then the fourth episode was like an Indiana Jones Goonies adventure. And then you get into like uh, later on, there's like um, where she opens a uh, this time portal and there's like uh, there, there's like multiple multiple dimensions and other and other worlds and stuff like that. There's a uh, and there's a, a scene that that's a kind of a flashback with um with Atticus in Korea and where he meets this woman who like has mother um, had summoned this Camino uh, spirit, which is like a Fox with like these nine tails that uh, sucks the souls out of men. And she has to like kill like a hundred people to get to become human and stuff like that. So there's that whole story. And that all ties in later on. Like, like, and I felt when, after reading the book, I was like, okay, I can see where they made some changes here. Like the first, first chapter is pretty much almost exactly like the uh first two episodes uh there was some minor changes which they even mentioned later in the show with uh christina braithwaite's not in it she's actually a caleb braithwaite in the in the uh, on the book and it's like her son and uh i mean sorry it's his it's uh titus's uh grandson and in uh the girl little girl d is actually uh is Horace in the, in, in the book, but they, they even mention that later on in the show because uh, Atticus gets thrown to the future and he gets shoved back with a copy of Lovecraft country, but it's written by his son. And he even mentions like some of the changes that were made in the book. So I really loved how it kind of tied the actual book into the series as well. And it was like, this is, this is why there's different changes. This is kind of just based on my, my life and, and stuff like that. So I thought that was really cool. And there's a lot of great, uh, there's a scene later on in the uh, series, I think it was like episode nine or 10, when uh, the cops are shooting up the uh, house and he's put this protection spell on him and uh, he's about to get shot and um, and a Shogoth shows up and tears through these fucking cops, dude. It's such a fucking great yeah, I did, I, I did like, I did and like. The dude goes flying through. They, like, uh, yeah, they absolutely, I mean, that was, yeah, it was brutal, limb ripping. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, I mean I, you I, said you didn't finish it, so it like. 
No, I was talking about the scene in the woods in the first. Yeah, episode. yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a scene later on when they're shooting up the house where the where where a Shogoth that's like part of his protection spell like starts tearing through everyone. But I really like how it like ties in all the different like it ties in like Greek gods, uh, African gods, fucking like like and all this other magic that that exists in the world and it's like okay there's white people have their magic and then there's magic that the, the black people use with like their african ancestors and stuff like that and it, it really ties in like a lot of different elements to it and i really enjoyed all like the, the diff- like there's a lot of deep dives you can go into where you can see like all the different references and then like including that into like real world things that happen like tulsa and emmett till and like you know the segregation and like the racism that they dealt with uh, at that time was it's just like fantastic so there's like different levels of like you know monsters they have like that internal strife with the family and then they have like to deal with the racist cops and then of course one of the the, the cops is like well, not only a racist cops but the racist townsfolk too and like of course one of the cops is uh knows magic as well and then there's like the beef between the the two lodges of the sons of adam which is the cult group but you know christina's uh trying to like um you know what, get her vulnerability like the grand wizard of the kkk involved in like one of those things no the, she said that the, that her father and the sons of adam would never associate themselves with the kkk because they were too poor so like oh yeah these yeah, are all like okay. intellectual like philosophy like uh, and stuff like that and like how the- i remember there was a talk of a grand wizard was that not was that another type of grand wizard or just a wizard maybe in the they were just of, like they know the magic KKK being, yeah right. yeah that that too but yeah it was like really mostly like yeah we do like we're, we're just trying to like get back like the sons of adam were all about opening the the portal to the garden of eating to, to become immortal because yeah i do like, I, I, yeah. yeah i remember i remember that and and like I she remember, wasn't i, and I she, do remember the kkk being too poor now that you yeah. mentioned yeah and like how she like wasn't uh i really like this change from the from the book how it's like her instead of a son because like like the sons of adam uh won't let her like her father won't let her into the uh they're the sons of adam because like she's a woman and like and the and their uh their interpretation of the garden of eating like it's eve's fault so like she's 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 the one that like got them kicked out of i mean that's what the the garden of eden is and so like they won't let women into it so like she sabotages his like uh immortality thing and now she's trying to get the power for herself and, and do all these things for herself and like she still cares about like certain characters but she doesn't she will kill them to get what she wants she will she will do whatever she this wants. is abby lee's character yeah, yeah yeah like she gets into like this i don't know how far you got but she gets into this like relationship with uh ruby um one of the uh, which is um uh what's her face is a uh, uh, letty's uh sister or half sister and uh yeah that like and it deals with like potions that that turned Ruby like that would turn her into a, a, a Abby Lee's character into a man, so she can like navigate through certain situations. Then it, and then she gave us this potion to turn um, Ruby into uh, a white woman. R- Ruby Ruby Baptiste. Uh, yeah, that's her name. That that was yeah. her character. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I I do re- I I do re- like around the time like it, it was shortly after. Um, uh, 
X tried to like shoot Abby Lee's character because oh, yeah. he thought she was like a threat to like his friends and family. So he yeah. like I guess just planned on going right over there and murdering her in the store in broad daylight. Yeah, like, she's that, go and she goes, You just can't go around killing white women. Well she well yeah, she does say yeah. that. I was going to say, but like she used like some spell or something where he became like completely paralyzed. Yeah, like, well, she like she has she uses um her father uh they were saying like all the different lodges and the people who study this uh since they don't have the book of names which is like the master like spell book and it's the opposite of the necronomicon which they mentioned in the show as well um and it and they only had like a couple pages from it and then like if one guy like hid those pages so it was like the what little bit of knowledge that these people had they were only maybe able to create one spell in their entire lifetime and the one guy had created the 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 main uh, her her father created the invulnerability spell the mark of cain which she has and she can give to other people as well um which was which there was, was a lot going on where i was like what like i don't like i, I didn't find the story particularly alluring to me so like i didn't focus into it too hardcore like it kind of but i remember her character not being like very racist she seemed more power hungry yeah that she wasn't really give a fuck she didn't really give a fuck she seemed to only associate with like the racist element to as like a means to an end she just wanted to get what she wanted right yes yeah, and absolutely. like yeah. he didn't really give a fuck about their views or anything like that she wasn't no. part of that she no. said the thing about like you can't go around killing white women it seemed like she said that just to piss him off yeah you well I mean, I mean it was also because like you really at that time you couldn't like as a black man well you you really couldn't go around killing people in general yeah but at the time like obviously um white people because it it uh, talks yeah, about would, Till as well like been lynched for that yeah. i mean because and, and but, they would I mean, get away with it so but he would have i mean he did plan to go in to that store and just shoot her without like any like at least any known provocation you know what i mean yeah. he just felt he planned that, to go like, shoot her and then bounce back to florida was his plan yeah so yeah. i mean in the eyes of the law he would have just committed like cold-blooded murder so like either way whether or not he got lynched or he got arrested tried convicted and then you know submitted to capital punishment like you know he was planning on just murdering that woman yeah but i mean at the time it didn't it doesn't work the opposite way like if she had killed him no repercussions oh, yeah, yeah, would have came. Yeah. bro so, i'm not yeah. trying to say like yeah. i think that like the uh you know we legal system was fair and i want to be careful because you know i was talking to my girlfriend about how i felt about some things and she's like well you know if you're going to say that on a podcast you know because we have such an epic uh you know royal uh support of listeners <laughs> uh, <laughs> um i just i want to be careful like you know today because like i don't want to say anything that like seems like i'm being that, like that could come off the wrong way yeah. or anything like that but yeah. what it seemed to me and like i i I'm not the only person that felt this way. 
is that it seemed like they took the concept, they took like, you know, what was going on in the world right now, because, you know, like HBO put out Watchmen and like, you know, uh, material that like combats like racial bigotry and division is very popular right now. You know, yes. I mean, like it, 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 it just is. But it seemed like they took that and they were like, well, you know, based upon the climate right now and, you know, the desire there is to see this type of stuff in film. And I think that's great. I think there should be a lot of um, material out there that bring puts eyes on these kind of like inequalities and injustice. But it seemed to me like they just took that idea and they were just like, you know what? Like we can't go wrong with this formula. It's hot right now. And then they just tried to put it on screen and it just, to me, like it, they did that and they thought they had like a winning formula, but they didn't deliver in any way. Oh, I um, thought they absolutely uh, delivered. Uh, I did cause, not. Because it really, I mean, it doesn't, yes, it, the things that are going on now also, like, tie into, like, then. But, I mean, that was most, like, the show is mostly about that time and the racial injustices going on at that time. And the fact that it's still happening. I was talking today, about present time based yeah. upon, like, you know, the desire there is for this type of material. And, like, but I, I mean, just, this was I, in I production. I want to be clear, though. I want to be clear. Like, I didn't like it just because, like, I thought it was poor acting. I thought it was yeah, a poor yeah. story. Like, you know. I didn't I didn't dislike it because like, you know, they decided to like go out and get an all black cast and do it around like, you know, the Jim Crow. Like I, I thought that was a good idea. I just thought it was bad regardless of what the color of anybody's skin was. Yeah. I yeah, just yeah. I just no, I'm just clear. I'm just talking about People how get like hammered you, online talking about this. You were mentioning uh you were mentioning Watchmen and this, and like both of those shows were already in development before a lot of the stuff that's coming. Back no, I know. That. Yeah, happens. So, so like that just happened to be. It's I realize of, this, but yeah. you know, this has been like. I mean, this has been like a horrible problem in this country. Yes, yes. for hundreds of years. So I think that at any time, like I think there should be a lot of material like this. I think yeah. you know, like Antebellum, like even though I have no idea who the fuck that movie was for. I like that they're doing this now. I just want to like make my view clear. I just thought that this was a shitty show. I didn't think it was shitty ideas. That's okay. that's I, I all that. I wanted to like make clear. I don't know. My my girl got me like so she's just like, you know, don't go on this like crazy rant that sounds like you're some kind of like racist lunatic, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, I will yeah. make it very clear my yeah. feelings. Yeah. Um, but, well, no, I, I get you, but like, yeah, I, th I think, I don't know. I think you've like just, I mean, like, I get it that if you don't, like, if you're not into what's going on in the story, I get stopping. But like, if you complete the whole. A lot of people watch, didn't like this. Well, I mean, that's, that's their fucking problem. And, that, mean, and that's great. <laughs> I thought uh, it was well, fantastic. You know, if everybody made... liked everything, if everybody had the same views on everything, if yeah. everybody liked the same fucking shit, it would be a pretty boring world, you know yeah. what I mean? So, like, you know, the difference of opinion is kind of K, you know? Yeah. I mean, I liked how they tied all these different things in together, and I liked where the story went and how things things all, you know, kind of combined into... In, in uh, 
I thought it, I thought it was a coherent story anyway, especially on the the second watch because there were definitely things that I went back and I was like, oh, I didn't catch that little hint that time. Like, so like, and, and once I finished watching it, it made me go, all right, let me let me actually read the book now. And then I read the book and I thought the book, I mean, I thought the book was good and all, but I thought the show did a, a fantastic job of adapting the book. And I thought it was even better than the book. I think was that, it, was it a long book? What like, was no, it it's like a short crude, or is it like a more of a short story type thing? It's a, sh- it's, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's a short story, but it's, it was a quick read. It's only like maybe like uh 400 pages. So, oh, all like, right. you know, so... like, like half a Stephen King book. Or... <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, like, yeah, basically like to me, it, is yeah. like a standard read like you know yeah. no, it's, it's novel, a novel 827 pages yeah i could yeah i could go through that in like an afternoon sure, yeah. sure yeah i mean i was only reading maybe like 20 minutes a day while i was on break so i, I like and then so it took me about probably like two weeks and then uh i think maybe the other day i was like you know what, let me just sit here and finish this because I only had like maybe 40 pages left. And like before I went to bed, I was just like, I just blew through it. And I was like, if I had actually sat down, like I don't like to read a, a, a whole lot. So it's like when I do I have time, like it's uh, I'll, I will if I only have like a, um, a few minutes. But like I don't really do it before I go to sleep. I don't know why because I think most of the time it makes me tired. So that would be a good thing to read, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I was that's... able to, I, I got through it, I think pretty quickly. Um, so, but yeah, I thought the, uh, the changes were perfect. There was like some things like the, you don't see this or I, I should say, yeah, you don't see it cause you're reading, but they don't actually like describe the show goss in the uh, show. They just kind of like mention them and like, it, it happens to somebody else like that whole you trip in, in the first episode. It in, in the show or they don't describe it in the book in, in the book um yeah. the part where they go and they get attacked by the shogos that actually is a story that happens to somebody else mm-hmm. and like it's like oh all they heard was rustling they didn't in the woods they didn't actually see anything uh so like i liked how they kind of combined it and they were like okay it was these characters that actually experienced that and like so and then like the the way the book ends is they um they kind of banish her or banish him from the uh from chicago and and they take his power away just like the uh end of the the movie but uh they don't kill him um and he's just like off and like and uh george doesn't die at the end of the second episode he lives throughout the book and they mention that in the show as well they're like yeah george survived artem and such and such is different and so and so so i really like how they... that people ask questions when i was reading like different articles like for example in the atlantic um there were a lot of people that had posted in the forum uh questions and it asked if certain people were really dead and i wasn't sure exactly what that mean because obviously i only got about halfway through well if you notice so... in the second or in the second episode or actually what did it happen in the end of the first no, I think it was the second episode. Um, Letty gets killed, and then she gets brought yeah. back to life. So, yeah. like almost anybody can get brought brought back to life and stuff like that in the show. So, but he that does die. He does die, and then uh, later on, when um, Hippolyta uh, uses the time machine to like 
or not really it's kind of an interdimensional machine but she kind of gets sucked into it and like she travels to like the uh, future earth with these future beings and they're like name yourself and she goes on these adventures she names herself as uh george's wife at one point so she gets to go back and kind of talk to him and tell him about all the adventures and they go on like an adventure together and then like she eventually becomes like a f uh, she finally frees herself and then she names herself as uh, Dee's mother to go back and take care of her family and stuff like that after. it's. I thought it was a really touching story in, in a lot of aspects with like the father-son relationship I thought was really good. And like, I don't know, I really thought the acting was was fantastic. So I don't know, you didn't feel the same way, but. Well, I will, I mean, I'll agree to disagree. And I'm not saying like a lot of people felt the way I do, but like not everyone did. Like yeah. I did some positive reviews about this show. Yeah. So I'm not like saying that like you're the only one in the world that liked it. Like I yeah. know. There oh, was, no, no, yeah. <laughs> like, it, it did get, it got bombarded. And hey, I'm one of the people on the hate wagon. I really didn't like it. I do like the fact that you have that Necronomicon pillow in the background. Yeah. And like, <laughs> you know that I noticed it, but you haven't made like any like faces or like tried to draw <laughs> attention like to it. So I know that doesn't have to do too much with the actual show, but like, you know, I, I, I just wanted to let you know, I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, well, in the show, they do mention that when, when they're talking about uh, the book and names, um, Michael Kenneth Williams uh, mentions uh, the Necronomicon and they're like, no, that's the book of dead names. Like we're looking for the book of names, the book of life. Like it was like the way when the whole book of names revolves around um, when uh, Adam named all the the uh, creatures of the earth and stuff like that. So it was it's a way it's a, a book of power, pretty much of a book of spells that like, that they can use to like achieve different things. So. Wasn't there a movie called Necronomicon by H.P. Lovecraft? Wasn't like that? Uh, wasn't that? And that I, I think they were bad. I think the movies. Yeah, were I don't bad. remember that being really good. I remember yeah, watching I, it I think, back in the I think day the when we worked. Production value was yeah. low. I think the production value was low, and they, they just thought like, oh well, that's cool. Just call it Necronomicon. We'll mention Lovecraft in the title. I think it's called like HP Lovecraft Necron. I, I think the production value is very. Yeah, low. I would. I would actually go back and watch it just to see like if it even ties into any of that. But yeah, I mean, it could be funny bad too. I mean, yeah. I don't remember. It's been so long. I I think I watched it like I do believe I saw it, but it was a long time ago. But anyway, yeah, cool film, man. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Did you have any other questions about? lovecraft country because i mean i could talk about it for days but since you haven't seen the whole thing there's not really a whole lot i can like dive into well you can dive into whatever you want i mean like look i tried to get through it i really did like yeah. i wanted to like stop after the third episode but i was like all right come on man like maybe it'll get better but like I felt angry after the fourth episode. So I was like, fuck, uh, you know what? I, there's other things I could be doing with my life right now. You didn't and, like the, uh, the, the little Indiana Jones Goonies. Uh, I did episodes. not. Yeah. No. Did, did you notice? Uh, uh, I just, on the rewatch, I noticed that they had traveled to Boston to get to that museum. And then when they're in the underground tunnels and they're walking back through, they end up back like at her house in Chicago and it was like a 30 minute walk and like i they didn't really go into like how that happened but you know there's obviously like time to split because they were like because they mentioned it 
And later on, they're like, wait, how did they get back to Chicago without the ride? And they were like, I don't know. <laughs> like, so Yeah, there was a point where they were forgetting things a lot. Too. Yeah, that what they were they under were a spell. Their memory, all, like, and they would quickly lose their memory. Yeah, they were under a spell that was like uh, to keep people from talking about the uh, magic and the and the beasts and stuff like yeah. that. So but he was like, he was like the main character though was immune to it, right? Because he was like telling them like, you know, um, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean you can't remember that shit just happened? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I think it had to do with his bloodline. Because yeah. he was, uh, he was part of the Sons of Adam, and I mean, he still got, um, he still had that one vision of the 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 Korean lady from the battle, and then they fight in the uh, they fight in the room and stuff, and he's like, I don't want to hurt you, like that's the oh, girl yeah, that he yeah, he, yeah. he falls in love with her um, in in a flashback uh, episode, and she's actually the one that was like the 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 fox-tailed creature and stuff and that sucks the souls out of from men and they fucking explode like there's a lot of cool fucking gore in this uh show too like you really have to like embrace the weirdness of the show to really like it I it wasn't like. the weirdness that bothered me man it was I don't, uh, like you didn't like the act it was it was it some of the story was it where the story I, was going or? i just didn't i i could not get into the story at all like i just thought it was a bunch of like incoherent um rambling like at, for a while i was like well you know what i'm gonna watch it because i really like abby lay like you know what i mean like you know i'm sure she does something awesome in this yeah. and it i i just i could not i could not shovel anymore and then i became angry because i really want to like the show so i was just like all right you know i'm just gonna move on with my life you missed the uh ruby uh episode i believe it was episode five where she she turns into the white woman and there's like when she's turning back into herself like the skin peeling back off and like you know shedding her skin and the metamorphosis that she goes through hey i've been clear that i liked the way it looked like you know obviously they had a lot of money to do this and it looked good i I, i'm clear on that it just i didn't like anything else i don't know what can what can i say it was a bummer for me but like you know i I I really enjoyed it I, i wouldn't like i wouldn't tell people like yo don't watch it it's a terrible piece of shit i would you know i i would say you know if you're into horror you should give it a go but um you know not just i I would say if you're into like weird cosmic lovecraftian horror like or like if you're into like surreal kind of yeah yeah yeah. be like get ready for the weird shit if you're into like weird shit like you'll probably enjoy this like mostly so yeah I don't know. I, I, I really liked it and I'm glad I watched it and then read the book and then went back and watched it again because like it it really gave like pers- not just perspective but like you know I could see where the where they put the differences at and I could, was as I was reading along I was like okay this is where they're at in the show okay they did this differently like I thought that I don't know. There was a lot of. Uh, I thought the show was even better than the book. You know, maybe. I mean, I have to travel a bit soon, so maybe what I'll do is I'll uh, put the uh, book on my phone or something like that. And like while while um you know on the road, I'll give it a gander and maybe I'll get some kind of like renewed perspective based on the book. But you seem to think the show was better than the book. I think that yeah, which I, does not give me 
a lot of confidence. <laughs> yeah. I like the buck. But, you know, I mean, hey, I mean, if it's something to do to, like, pass the time, like, I wouldn't mind, like, you know, reading, like, 50 pages or something and seeing if it was something that lured me in. But, yeah. you know. No. Yeah, when I first watched it, when it got to the third episode with the ghost, I was like, okay, I don't really know if I like this episode that much. And I was like, this is a little weird. I was like, what happened to the other? I was like, it's just going to throw a ghost story in nowhere. But that's like the ghosts in uh, the astral plane kind of tie into it later. And then, uh, and I like how it was like the it was like a doctor that was like create, you know, experimenting on, on black people in the basement. And like, and, and then he gets killed uh searching for the the uh pages for the book of names and like he's haunting the place and it's like his servants are haunting the place and then they use the servants against him to like banish him and stuff like that on the on the rewatched i i on the rewatch i enjoyed that episode a lot more than i did the first time and then the the fourth episode like it was like oh okay i see what they're doing here they're doing like an indiana jones adventure thing and i was like okay maybe this series is going to be like almost a different genre each uh episode and i was like that's a cool way to, to kind of look at it and uh and then like the sixth episode was like almost all in korean and it, and it just takes place uh mostly in korea around the one uh, around jamie chung uh jia yeah i think it was jia was her name and uh, it and mostly revolves around her and like her relationship with her mother and like her father had been like Raging. Is she the one he killed in the flashback that he had? Yeah, but she's the, she the doesn't she, she's not she's not dead. She's still um she was still alive throughout the series because she. Becomes, oh, I, I I thought he, he it looked like he was remembering him killing her. Yeah, he was like, I don't want to hurt you. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, yeah. So, uh, it deals with like his her mother summoned this uh this spirit or or this foxtail spirit um to take revenge on the people who have like hurt her daughter and so the spirit takes over her daughter's body and stuff she has to kill like a hundred men to become human again to return to her father because her father had uh, her father had been like raping her and uh so like and and the what the mother would kind of like let him do it because she wasn't married and like it and, she, wow. and so like the That's husband knew grim. The husband knew that he could, he could control her and she wouldn't say anything. So yeah, and, wasn't uh, she the girl that played uh, Kate Siegel's lover in Haunting of Hill House? Jamie what? Chung? No, that wasn't the same girl. I for some reason no. I thought I, I thought what? No, but like I, said, I only I saw her in the one episode. I, oh yeah, yeah. She's I she's I remembered her from that. She plays the uh, in the opening sequence. She's the red alien that comes down, and they kiss. That's that's oh, her. Oh, okay. So like, yeah, like how all these different elements, and then the the element with Jackie Robertson uh, killing with Cthulhu the before he goes back yeah, to no, I, I I I like that. That was in like the first fifteen minutes. Yeah, like, that reference comes back in later when they go back in time to Tulsa to get the book of names because it had burned in a, in a in a house fire, and so like they go back and it's like during the during the riots, and it's like, and that whole the whole, they're like, oh, a stranger came in and and saved us, and he said, I got you, kid, and it, he, they were like, yeah, he was swinging, hitting home runs like Jackie Robinson, and it was actually Atticus, so like it was like time has oh that that that's that has always happened they'd always gone back in time to get the book and stuff like that i don't know i thought it was really fascinating i think if you watch the whole show you really get a uh more of a more of a 
comprehensive story you see where they you're like oh okay i see this thing that happened or the thing that they mentioned like four episodes ago comes back into play now and like things really uh tie together i think uh by the end well of- i i i am happy that you're happy yeah that does make yeah i really enjoy it i wish i wish you did too but i mean uh, we can't always agree on everything right we can't all be winners <laughs> all right well uh i guess that uh does it for uh this episode on uh lovecraft country um we're gonna i'm gonna throw up another episode that that's gonna be a tag along with this one that's gonna be our uh lovecraftian uh cosmic car recommendations yeah that is, that is something like that is something that i uh definitely look forward to so like even a, if you enjoyed this show or you didn't or didn't show, enjoy this you should definitely check yeah, out there's the movies that we mentioned next time we're gonna like, we're gonna hey. we're gonna talk some about some weird shit in a minute so <laughs> yeah. all right well uh thanks for joining us uh i've been kevin doc and i am keck and everybody take care of yourselves this has been fright central <laughs>